Right now on Truth Today, we're going to be talking about Disease X and a possible military coup coming later this fall. Also, we're going to be discussing Trump's win in Iowa and the selection process that I've predicted. Also, the U.S. Embassy is under attack by Iran, but that's not being heard in the, in the headlines. That and much more right now on Truth Today. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning or this afternoon, depending on your time zone. Pastor Sharam Hadian here with Truth in Love Ministry and Truth Today. Uh, we're so glad to be back live with you on the air. You know, I don't take live streaming for granted. Um, it is amazing technology when it works that we can come together live like this. But then when it doesn't work, like on Thursday, we had a major... Um, uh, malfunction within our technology and we were not able to live stream Thursday night. Unfortunately, I apologize about that. Um, you know, it, it's frustrating. But anyway, I'm so gr gr uh, grateful that uh, all of you are on, on with us. By the way, if you're on Rumble, on our Rumble link, we are both on Rumble and on our website right now. So you see the website on the screen, tillministry.com slash live, but we're on rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian. Um, Want to encourage you do we have that Rumble link? Or no, we don't think we have it. I want to encourage you to please push subscribe. We actually came up, I think, uh, Dryer, we added about six followers this past week. So praise God for that. Um, and I want to thank you all for joining us. Please let us know where you're from. Uh, thank you for joining us from the cold state of Minnesota. Uh, it's very cold here as well. We got nine inches of snow here since we moved here in Tennessee. That's the most that I've ever seen here in East Tennessee, I should say. But we got about nine inches of snow, so that was like a, quite a bit. Uh, but let us know where you're from, and we got a few people from Minnesota. I hope you guys are staying warm. Thank you for joining us from South Carolina, from Montana. Montana, folks, Miss Mary, I hope you're really warm over there. Aren't you guys in like the minus 20 or 30s? Oh, Lord. Um, so I have nothing to complain. Right now it's like, 25 degrees and a bunch of snow. So I'm not complaining, I promise, for you guys that are in the minuses. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be flying out to Denver this weekend for a speaking uh, three days, uh, or three events, two days there on Sunday night, so Sunday and on Monday. That's on our uh, website, by the way, on our events calendar. And it's in the minuses there as well. So Lord willing, we'll see if, um, uh, we'll, we'll get there. But anyway, so glad to have all you guys with us again. My apologies again about last Thursday and uh, a catastrophic failure in our technology, but we got it fixed and back up and running. Hey, today, before we get into our, our um, uh, we're going to be talking about three distinct things this morning. One is uh, we have the image for a disease X. We're going to be talking about this. We've been telling you that there are plans in the works for lockdown 2.0. I have no doubt that there, there, there's things happening. So we're gonna be talking about disease X. Uh, if you wanna go ahead and bring that up, that's part of the, the, the topic this morning. Also, we're gonna be talking about the possibility of a uh, military coup. That you heard me right, a military coup, but not from Trump, but against Trump and all of us. Then, we're going to be talking about uh, the win last night in Iowa for Trump, overwhelming, of course, but 
more evidence from an unlikely source of a selection. As, as, as you've heard me say, I, I just feel so strongly about what is about to happen this fall. I know a lot of people are saying we're probably not even going to have an election, but I, I, I don't think that's likely. I think we're going to have a election, but I'm standing by my prediction that I think Trump is going to win or be allowed to win. So we'll get into that. Before we do that, then we're going to go in the word of God. Please turn with me. Hi from Bakersfield. Hi from Wisconsin. Minus 27 with wind chill. Woo, that's cold. All right. Um, we have one from Florida. Warmer but not hot. <laughs> Pennsylvania. Thank you for joining us. All right. In the Bible, please turn with me to John chapter 16. If you have your Bibles, John chapter 16. Um, and we are going to look at Jesus preparing his disciples, which is now all of us by application, for all that is coming. So I want to go, uh, first of all, to verse 1 and 2, and then we're going to go all the way to verse 25. So verse 1 and 2. These things I have spoken to you, Jesus says, that you should not be made to stumble. They will put you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he offers God service. Now, why did I start with that verse this morning? Because with everything that is under, underway, with everything that the enemy is scheming, I want to encourage you that I believe that God has prepared us for all of these times. And the, part, the reason for preparation, and, and I just started this past Sunday, or if you didn't get a chance to join us, we'll be back in two weeks, by the way, because I'm traveling this Sunday, so we're not going to be live streaming, but in two weeks we're going to pick up on our Book of Revelation study at our Sunday night services, which will be live streaming to Rumble, which we did this past Sunday, and to our website at, at um, 5.30. We're moving our services a little bit earlier to 5.30 Eastern Time instead of 6 o'clock Eastern Time. So if you want to join us for the worship, and then about an hour in, we start our message on the Book of Revelation. We're uh, in the second half of Chapter 1. But... It is important that we know the things that are happening because God has prepared us for those things. We are not unprepared for these days. We shouldn't be. Now, I want to pick up in verse 25. Okay, These things I have spoken to you in figurative language, but the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from God. I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. So he was preparing them for his departure, all of what he had told them. All of the persecution in that, in that time, he had prepared them for. First, it was figurative. First, it was in parables. But then he's going to tell them very plainly, they're going to kill me. I'm going to be, be, be killed, but I'm going to come back to life. It was literal. They didn't believe him. They didn't understand. So application for us today, God in prophecy and in his word has prepared us for these days. He's telling us first in uh, some literal and allegorical language, which is in the book of Revelation, but then 
it becomes very literal, very plain meaning. The days that we are in, the last days, when it says many will fall away, that's literal. When it says there will be great evil waxing in the world, that's literal. When it says that deception is going to increase, that is literal. All of these things that he's prepared us for, this beast system, this one world government, one world economy, one world religion, all of those things we have been prepared for. And the lukewarm status of the church is literal. He's prepared us for the lukewarm status of the church today. And therefore, we as his people must be so grounded and hot and understand. But here is verse 31 to 33, okay? Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming, yes, has now come, that you will be scattered. That, that was specifically talking about right after he was arrested. Each to his own and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but of, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Amen? So that's my encouragement this morning. All of these things we're talking about, again, I'm sandwiching this, because we're going to talk about some heavy things, but I want to encourage you. In the world, we know we're going to have tribulation, that is general suffering and persecution and hardship. Then, of course, we know we are going, uh, or, the, or the world is going to be going into the tribulation, the seven-year specific period. But be of good cheer. Jesus has overcome the world. We are victorious. We are more than conquerors. And He has not left us alone. Amen? He has not left us alone. The Holy Spirit is with us. He is with us. The Father is with us. We have not been left alone. So we navigate this world, but not out of fear. Amen? So the chapter again was John chapter 16, and that was verse 1 and 2, and then 25 to 33 for those who are joining us late. Illinois, thank you for joining us from Illinois as well. And um, so we'll again be picking up our revelation Remember, not this Sunday. I have someone else teaching for me here locally this Sunday. I'm going to be in Denver or in Greeley, Colorado this Sunday and Monday, Lord willing. And I'll be back in two Sundays back with our Revelation study. So we're going to pick up this morning talking about disease X. Okay, I mentioned disease X because um, let's go to the, do you have that article from Gateway Pundit, Dry on Disease X? Um, where did that one go that I sent you? Right there. There we go. Boom. Here is an article from Gateway Pundit. Okay, we were supposed to cover this last week, but because of the technical issues, so here we are. All right, so what is happening? Uh, is it imminent that these globalists are planning another, quote, pandemic? Okay, go ahead and come back to me, please. So, there is a meeting underway and dry do you have that other image that we just brought in of that of that meeting information um the screenshot that i just sent you uh right there okay here we go look at this folks this is tomorrow okay we are live here tuesday january 16 2024 this is tomorrow okay what is happening tomorrow go ahead and uh come back to me and then we'll come back to this image in a minute Tomorrow, there is a meeting 
underway at the World Economic Forum. Remember them? In Davos. So the World Economic Forum. And in this meeting, who is present? Tedros Abhanom Ghebreyes, Director General of the World Health Organization, the WHO. They are meeting along with the head of the Center for Health and Healthcare uh, for the World Economic Forum. And um, other nations are meeting in Davos tomorrow to discuss preparing. Here's the title. One more time, if you can bring that up, please. Did you see the title? Can you see that? Preparing for Disease X. Okay, that's what they're calling it. So they're having a discussion on, here's what this says, with fresh warnings from the World Health Organization that an unknown disease X, so this is what we call fear-mongering, okay? You want to talk about real fear-mongering? Here it is. I don't like the term that some people use with, you know, fear pornography. I'm not going to say that uh, as far as the totality of it. Uh, they, you know, they shortened it. I, I don't like that terminology because that's wicked, it's evil. It's fear-mongering. It is fear propaganda. Could result in 20 times more fatalities than the coronavirus pandemic. What novel efforts are needed to prepare healthcare systems for the multiple challenges ahead? We got word, I believe, that John Hopkins is already masking people again. I got that word on Sunday. We know the hospitals are going to start masking again. We've been telling you that there is a, I think we dodged the bullet in the fall for the lockdowns 2.0 because of those whistleblowers. But here they are. Now, look at the timing of this. In, in, in October of 2019, before the 2020 elections that were critical, they had event 201. Or really, if you look at the imagery, it's a two and a one with the world in it. It's Agenda 21, but everybody looked at it as a zero, but really it was the world. If you look at the image of it, it's a two and a one and the world. So it's Event 21 from Agenda 21. But they call it Event 201. And what was it? It was that pandemic exercise that uh, war-gamed. Oh, there's going to be a novel Zootonic coronavirus that is going to be released and it's going to be you know, uh, in Brazil, go to China. It, it's going to go from a, uh, um, a, a, a uh, I think it was a pig to a, to a monkey. Uh, and, oh, the worst kind of people, the people that we have to be really, really aware of are those super spreaders who don't have any symptoms, the asymptomatic people. That was in October. And I've already brought you evidence that I believe that, that, the, that uh, COVID uh, bioweapon was launched in Wuhan in October at the World Military Games when 10,000 athletes were there. That's when they decided to launch it. All these healthy athletes came back sick. I believe that was the genesis of it being launched in October of 2019. October of 2019. Okay? And thank you, Rosie, for affirming that the, the hospitals in Pennsylvania are also masking. There you go. Okay, so now we started hearing about in December and January, COVID and China and Wuhan, blah, blah, blah. Okay, 
So they wargamed it in October. They launched it right away. We've been telling you about the possibility of Sears, this enterovirus that they were wargaming that was going to attack children. They've been uh, propagandizing RSV and, 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 and um, this latest strain, which is more hitting children. But now you have the World Economic Forum. Please pay attention. They're wargaming tomorrow. Tomorrow. Disease X. Right? Let's bring that image up one more time in case you joined us late. Thank you for joining us. Again, let us know if you joined us late where you're from. We love to know where people are from. Disease X. This is what they're going to be talking about tomorrow at the World Economic Forum. This is what the World Health Organization is going to be discussing. By the way, don't forget, don't forget that they're saying it is 20 times more lethal. Don't forget that early 2020, the models that came out for coronavirus were saying that uh, uh, 2 million people are going to die within the six, first six months. 300 and something million people were going to be infected. Those were the models which led, down, which led to the lockdowns. And now we see it, 2024, critical time in America and in the world. And all of a sudden, here we go. They're wargaming. And don't forget, the World Health Organization is voting this spring on their pandemic accord that would give them unprecedented power. 194 nations on the planet all have agreed to sign on to this accord, which many who are looking at it from an objective standpoint believe that it would hand over sovereignty, national sovereignty, over to the globalists, to the World Health Organization, to the UN. So critical things are coming, and we gotta pray that God would thwart or push back their agendas. Now, while this is happening, and by the way, if you want to watch a, a, a good interview, my friend Brandon Howes just interviewed um, Dr. James Thorpe, who was discussing, by the way, this study, we don't know if the study itself that the reason they're saying 20 times because there was a study done on this new disease X, this new pathogen, which is which they're not even denying is a bioweapon. It was mutated. It was taken from a natural occurring uh, part of the corona and then mutated. So this is a more virulent strain. In, in the lab testing that they did on mice, mice that they had... Uh, bioengineered to become more human-like, they tested it and it had a hundred percent mortality. A hundred percent of the mice died. Why are they even, why is that not banned? 
Why are the nations of the world not coming together to ban that type of research? Why are we playing God with, with, with naturally occurring viruses that are then gain of function? Remember, that's the term, right? Which means that they take something naturally occurring in the environment and then they mutate it to make it more lethal to humans. Why are we even playing around? The reason is because this is how sick and evil and demonic these individuals are. It is part of the, the depopulation agenda. It is part of what is coming for them because they, they want to depopulate the world and then bring total control. So Dr. Thorpe was on Brandon House. It's on worldviewweekend.com, worldviewweekend.com. And let's go to, um, he talks about in the interview that this is a, quote, fresh warning. So why all of a sudden now is there a fresh warning when they, when, when, when they, they knew that they have been testing this stuff, they knew they have been experimenting with this stuff, so they experiment until it gets more lethal, more lethal, more lethal, more lethal in the lab, and then we think that it's not for nefarious purposes? Come on. Come on. Thank you for joining us from Arlington, Texas. And yes, I agree, Rosie. I do think that this particular disease is going to target those who are multiple vaxxed because of the fact that their immune system is already so compromised from being, you know, booster, 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 booster. So I keep begging, I keep praying, whatever people have taken, don't take any more, stop. But now this is going to be the fear propaganda, the fear mongering to bring another round. Get your next shot, get your next shot, get your next shot. And governments and Republicans and Democrats and governors and the federal government, they keep pushing this um, this disease. And yes, Miss Mary, you're correct that this is supposed to be not, uh, a, a not at attacking just the lungs, but the brain. That's what Dr. Thorpe said. If you watch that interview on Brandon, that's exactly what he says, that this is crossing the blood-brain barrier and, and going to attack not just the, the, the viral, the lungs and uh, the organs, but also the brain. And as you said, it is 100% lethal in mice, 100%. So is it coincidence that event 201 happened in October and then immediately they, they released the COVID bioweapon in 2019? Is it coincidence that 2024, we have this unbelievably important year? Hello from Dayton, Tennessee. Sorry that you're frozen. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, welcome. And yet... Here we go again with 2024 election, and now they're talking about disease X. By the way, we're going to now go to our warning about the election. Because I don't understand um, what is the confusion about the primaries. 
So last night, as you guys know, last night, as you know, sorry, I'm just reading some of the comments here. So if I pause, um, I didn't have a, I'm, I'm not having a Biden moment, okay? You guys are looking at me like, Sharam has lost it. He's having a Biden moment. No, I'm not having a Biden moment. I was just reading the, the comments and sometimes I don't, uh, my wife reminds me that I don't, uh, um, multitask very well. So I apologize about that. Um, so I want to talk about the selection. Okay. If you remember a number of uh, weeks ago or a couple weeks ago, I think dry, can you get that image ready? The Trump Ballogate image there on the third row? Uh, nope. Over way over to the right. Um, there we go. But just get the audio ready for that, please. Um, I mentioned to you that I believe that we are, uh, go ahead and bring this up, that we, we're, we're in a uh, weird place because I'm not sure that we're going to be having quote-unquote elections at the federal level, but selections and the whole thing with trying to keep Trump off the ballot. So, okay, let's go back to me. So last night, um, he, 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 he wins Iowa. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that those uh, elections were rigged. I don't think last night was rigged. I think that was, for the most part, legitimate in Iowa. Um, he won 99% of the delegates. He lost one delegate vote, I believe. He, it, it was an absolute, uh, you know, um, romp, right? He won uh, over, got over 50% of all the votes. And DeSantis finished second, and then Haley finished third. All right. So I wasn't surprised by that. Uh, I was surprised that how many of the Rhino Republicans are looking at Haley because she is Hillary Clinton on, uh, uh, as an immigrant, not even on the right, I was going to say right. She's Hillary Clinton as an immigrant. She's an immigrant. Uh, she's an immigrant version of Hillary Clinton. She's a neocon. So, uh, and that's why the deep state is behind her. All right. So DeSantis did better than he thought. So he's going into New Hampshire, kind of energized. But, I mean, right now, it's, it's, it's Trump. I, I, don't, I mean, I, I, I don't know what else to say. Trump is going to be the nominee unless something happens. So this is an article that totally affirmed what I said two weeks ago about the Trump Ballotgate and about, I've been saying it for a number of weeks, folks, that just something in my gut, and I'm not even saying it's the Holy Spirit, that I believe that they're going to allow Trump to win. And when I say selection, I mean they're not going to cheat. They're going to allow the election to go forward without cheating in order to allow Trump to win, okay? So I'm not saying that they're picking him. I'm saying without interference to the level and the cheating that they've, they've done. Because in Iowa, one of the uh, polls that they did was that uh, it was something like 70, almost 70% of those voters in Iowa said they believe, and may, may have even been higher, they believe Joe Biden is illegitimate. He's not the the uh, uh, legitimate president. They believe the 2020 elections were rigged. So, you know, Iowa is a deep red state and uh, a lot of a lot of Christians, a lot of conservatives, a lot of rural, and they came out in mass. But here's the article. Let's go to the uh, Leo Holman article. Can we do that? Please try it. Here's the article. I encourage you to go read Leo's article. All right. World Economic Forum globalist Yuval Harari hints that Trump will get elected, but then what? A trap is already being laid for Trump and by extension for all of his followers. Okay, that's the headline. All right, now, 
Why did I say a military coup is coming? Um, uh, I'm not sure, Rosie, uh, asking me about Trump. I, I've not seen that video. If someone has a link, Rosie's saying that Trump has a video out stating in the video that God made him the shepherd of mankind and that Trump would never leave or forsake us. What do you think? Uh, I, I, I haven't seen the video. If someone has a link of that video, let me know. I can't comment on it. Um, but here is what is interesting. All right. So we were trying to get this video because in the, in, the, in the article, there's a video of Yuval Harari. I went to the YouTube video. It's an hour and 40 something minutes long where this guy is interviewing Harari on a multiple of, of topics because Harari, remember, is the philosophical advisor of the World Economic Forum. This is the guy that is an atheist, that is a homosexual, that is Jew, that is a Jew. They put all that together. You got a messed up human being. Then this is the guy that said with COVID gave us surveillance under the skin. We can hack humans. He is, he is godless. He's a God hater. Um, he says that uh, our species is coming to an end. Uh, and yet he's warning about the dangers of AI. He's warning about the dangers of all these things. All right. So he comes out and he makes this statement. And I'm going to read it to you. Let me get to it here. Where is it here? Do, do, do. Quote, it is very likely that Trump he was asked the question, do you think Trump could win? And he said, it's very likely that Trump will get elected in November, but that such an occurrence would be a death blow, quote, to globalism. So that was interesting. Why is that interesting? Because it tells you one of the things we speculate. If you remember last year when the UN came out and said, in their meeting that they had in September, we need a seven-year plan, to, which sounds like the tribulation, to accelerate our sustainable development goals, which is part of Agenda 2030. And we were speculating, is it because they're so confident that they want to accelerate, or is it because there is a pushback happening from humanity because there is enough of a percentage of people that woke up after the uh, COVID pandemic and the Great Reset, and now they're wise to what's going on, and they're pushing back against this globalism. By the way, that's why we did our DVD, right? The Great Pushback, um, and we'll show that up here in a minute. But uh, you know, that's this is exactly the reason why we wanted to prepare God's people to how to counter the Great Reset. So again, if you have not gotten your copy of the Great Pushback, please get that. It is a must-watch, in my opinion. So. What did, um, and let's go to the image. Uh, uh, so here's Harari. So we do have an image here. Here's Harari. And he's giving this interview, all right, about Trump. And he says that, if, that Trump will get elected. Okay, so come back to me, please. Let's see. Isn't that what I've been saying? That's exactly what I've been saying. Now you have a deep state globalist Thank you, Rosie, for that link. I'll, we'll have a chance to look at it. Um, from Oregon, thank you for joining us from Oregon. Coos Bay, Oregon, great to have you. So if you watch the video, and, and the video in Leo's article has the link to the entirety of the hour. I mean, if you want to watch an hour and 40 minutes of Yuval Harari, I, I cannot stomach that. 
the arrogance, because if you watch it, you'll see the arrogance. It's just unbelievable, the arrogance there. But what he's saying is exactly what I've been saying, and in fact, it's what Leo's been saying. That the deep state is preparing to foment civil unrest up to and including civil war. This is what Leo's saying. By allowing Trump to get elected, now think about this scenario, folks. This is what we've been talking about. By allowing Trump to get elected, elected selection, meaning don't cheat, because if they didn't cheat, he's going to get elected. Uh, unless, again, something happens, the criminal, uh, you know, we'll see. And, and, and this is not an indictment at all on Ron DeSantis. Again, I think that, uh, you know, could he make a good president? I, I think he could. Um, do I, am I concerned a little bit about some of his ties? Yes, but I'm concerned about Trump in many ways as well. So I've been, again, I, I, hopefully I've tried to be very fair. I've tried to be very fair across the board. You know that I do not, 100% trust Trump. I don't think Trump's our savior. I don't think any man's our savior. Only Christ is our savior. Nobody is going to change this nation around. There's no political solution unless there is a spiritual awakening. Not going to happen. But Leo is also speculating what I speculated, which is then they're going to use, remember we talked about the Civil War, the movie coming out in May, uh, the movie Obama did about uh, the EMP and, and, and economic collapse. So, uh, Hollywood, the left, the deep state is, is sort of like they're putting these feelers out there. They're, they're, they're starting to already uh, brainwash the masses in, in, in getting ready uh, for what's coming and who the bad guys are, in, in case you weren't sure as us. So they allow Trump to get elected, but then use the United States military to either prevent him from taking office meaning that they would then bring in a military coup. Or if he gets office, they use the military on their side to keep him at bay. He becomes a, a powerless president. It appeases the, the base, calms things down, in America, maybe, although the left will probably go unhinged, while they're further, 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 further doing their deep state planning. Because what is shifting in the world, prophetically speaking, and we're gonna talk about Iran a little bit later, is preparation for this beast system. So for Harari to say, if Trump gets elected, and he believes it will happen, that this is a potentially a death blow to globalism because he went on and talked about, well, there's this dichotomy, there's this narrative that there's this binary choice between globalism and patriotism, globalism and nationalism, but there shouldn't be because the two can coexist. No, Yuval, the two cannot go coexist. You cannot push a global governance, global economy, global currency, digital currency, and at the same time, expect there to be national sovereignty. You guys are doing, the, the enemy is doing everything it can to destroy national sovereignty. So no, the two cannot coexist. It is a fundamental battle, folks, between nationalism and globalism. 
That's the fundamental battle. That's why they had to get rid of Trump in 2020, because of the fact that he was pushing for nationalism, America first policy. That's why this, they unleashed everything. And Rosie, if Trump posted that, by the way, on um, Truth Social, that's, that's very troubling to me. That's arrogance. And that's why I said that I think Trump can be controlled because of his ego. I think that because of his ego, he can be controlled and believe the fact that if it's true that he is a shepherd of all mankind and that he is using language that is biblical, that's exactly, remember what they did with Obama. Obama was called the second coming of Jesus, of, of the Savior. He was called the Savior of the world. And I, I denounced it then. I denounce anybody referring to Obama in that terms. And Rosie, I denounce it now. If anybody, including Trump, is using terminology that is meant for the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ, we should come out and denounce it. So I'll watch the video. Again, I'm not gonna, I won't comment on it fully here, but I'll watch the video and we can talk about it maybe on Thursday night. But if, he, if that's what he said and that's what he meant, that is wrong. Um, he should be rebuked for that. He should repent for that because only the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ, is referred to as our shepherd, as the one who will not leave us or forsake us. So the scenario now, watch this. Let's go to the InfoWars, okay? So what is this military coup thing that they're talking about, okay? Hold on one second, Drive, before you read that. Why is Yuval Harari saying this could be a death blow to globalism? And I, I, I think a little bit of that is, again, fear-mongering. I think a little bit of that is gaslighting. I don't believe that they are that in that much trouble. However, it is interesting, again, to say, could it be there's enough percentage, small percentage, a remnant of the population globally that is waking up and pushing back against this globalist agenda of the Great Reset and Agenda 2030, that they're getting nervous. But folks, as Leo says in his article, and I want to read uh, this part of it to you, I'm going to come back to the, to the part about the military because I'll mention what Leo said. Here, here's he says. He says, this is his speculation, and I tend to agree with Leo. This article is an attempt by the deep state to gaslight American Trump supporters on the very day that the Iowa caucuses open. This is yesterday, of course, and the election cycle begins. I believe Trump is being used as a radioactive straw man, whether he knows it or not, to further divide the country and keep our attention focused on the left-right paradigm instead of where it belongs on the globalist money people who run the politicians, military, education, establishment, or education establishment, healthcare system, top religious leaders, hello, and major corporations, hello, and the media. Because, and this is what I've been saying now for the last four years, because they've already infiltrated and conquered all of the above institutions, meaning they've already committed the coup. 2020 was committing the coup. 2024 is about consolidating the coup. Once you commit the coup like they did in Iran in my birth country, if you don't consolidate it, there's a danger for them. The other side, the good guys can rise up and push back. Once you consolidate the coup, you, you control every institution. Now you can have puppets. You can have straw men. It doesn't mean anything. They have no power. So Trump could get elected 
but he's going to have no power. He's going to be able to do nothing because they already control. That's what Leo's saying. So he says, if you know that you've already seized control of the U.S. military command structure, the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, and the entire federal bureaucracy, wouldn't it make sense to allow Donald Trump to run and perhaps even win, thereby drawing out all of the American people who share his anti-globalist vision? Without even knowing it, Trump will lead his followers to a slaughter just like he did on January 6th. And what better way to draw Trump supporters and paint them as evil and violent than by preventing Trump from either taking office, that's the military coup option, or from fully exercising the duties of commander-in-chief. This would absolutely drive his followers bonkers, almost guaranteeing that some will take up arms and get slaughtered in some form of low-grade civil war. The bait is being readied. This will also give the deep state the pretense to round up nonviolent Trump supporters as they are now with J6 still, still saying they're a dangerous society and a danger to democracy. They will, uh, democracy, they will accuse Trumpers of the very sin they are guilty of. So here is part of the military coup thing. Um, okay. Covered on Modernity News and then InfoWars. Go ahead and bring this up now. InfoWars also covered it. No, no, right there. There you go. Here's the headline InfoWars. Video, military coup against Trump publicly announced by desperate Democrat leaders. Okay, so the so Democrat leaders come out and they announce this plan. Okay, what's the plan? Here's the article. Go ahead and come back to me. Uh, this is this past Monday. This is yesterday. A former State Department official has warned that deep state insiders and elements of the military are planning to derail Trump's presidency should he win the election. On Sunday, NBC News reported that, quote, a loose-knit network of public interest groups and lawmakers are planning to use lawfare and other tactics to block Trump from exercising power on day one of his return to the Oval Office. Do you see what they're preparing for? Do you see? They're not preparing for them to cheat cheat and steal the election. They're not preparing for Biden 2.0 because many are speculating that I'm going to make it to the election. I think you're going to see Biden removed um, during their primary season. They're preparing for Trump to be back in office. So I shared with you my deep instinct, my deep conviction that he was going to be our president again that they were going to allow him to win. According to the article, these insiders will go all out, quote, to foil any effort to expand presidential power, even if Trump has been given a mandate to do so by the American people, and they are increasingly open about their plans. The NBC article said, those taking part in the effort told NBC News they are studying Trump's past actions and 2024 policy positions so that they will be ready if he wins in November. That involves preparing to take legal action and send letters to Trump appointees spelling out consequences they face if they undermine constitutional norms. Critics say the plan is, is part of an effort to have the military override Trump's constitutional authority as president. Mike Benz. Executive Director for Foundation of Freedom for Freedom Online and former State Department, State Department official posted a comment to X that states, never forget this tweet for the rest of your life. This is an admitted plan 
in advance for the military to no longer observe the military chain of command. This is military-run government. This is a plan to end civilian-run government. In another post to X, commentator Michael Malice suggested the plan was tantamount to treason. Of course it is. So, do you get it? Do you get the plan? The plan is, let Trump win. That will unnerve all their useful idiots on the left. Now, they either say the military will not allow Trump to go into power, into office, which, which is riskier because that will potentially incite the civil war. But then again, you know, as Leo says, that could then be part of the plan. And, and don't forget, if disease X is launched and now we have this disease throughout this year, sometime, maybe into the fall, which, remember we said, they're going to use every mechanism, including all of these um, Hamas mobs with their leftist little thugs joining them to be able to create the environment that we cannot allow uh, uh, in-person voting. In-person voting. Too dangerous. This disease is more lethal. Um, therefore, we, um, the, the environment is set. Trump gets in. He's elected, or again, based on my opinion, selected. Now, the military steps in, can't let you take office. Mm, that's pretty risky. Or better, he takes office, the military is already co-opted. We know Milley. We know the Defense Department. Look at the Defense Department. Look at the Pentagon. They are absolutely deep state. Folks, don't listen to QAnon. Don't listen to these people that are telling you Trump's got it, the military's got it. They've been saying it for the last almost four years. Nobody's got it, folks. They got it. The deep state's got it. The deep state controls the military. The deep state control. And I'm not talking about the average person serving in the military. I'm talking about all the uh, higher-ups. The deep state controls the military. The deep state controls the FBI. The deep state controls the CIA. The deep state controls the NSA. The deep state controls the Justice Department. The deep state controls the IRS. That's why I keep saying the United States government is the most corrupt in our history. The federal government. Therefore, the, likelier scenario, the more likely scenario is he gets in. The military basically says, uh-uh. Don't you even think about doing X, Y, Z. And he is a puppet president. And now they use that under him to completely destroy the economy. Now, 2025, central bank digital currency kicks in. They completely destroy the economy. Maybe because of now more deaths because of the result of this new disease X. And America's prime, Trump and MAGA's blamed. They then go after MAGA because some MAGA is not going to be happy with him being a. Uh, is our audio? Oh, dry. Did we lose? It's saying it's frozen. Someone says it's frozen. Hang on, folks. Uh, it went red, though. No? We're still going? All right. So, uh, yeah, it just was temporary. Um, I'm just trying to read some of these comments here. Uh, someone's saying, yeah, Pastor J.D. Farag had a prophecy update this past Sunday. I did not hear that. A, a great deception, absolutely, absolutely. 
being watchful of the enemy's strategic moves like a chess game. Absolutely. We got to pray. We got to pray. Sorry that if we lost you guys for a minute, folks. But this is why, this is why, according to then the InfoWars article on the coup, and they're, of course, also basing it on the NBC article, that this is the plan, that they're going to try to use either um, legislation, so Democrat lawmakers, advocacy groups, and former government officials are quietly devising plans for this military coup. And it would be a coup, folks, if the President of the United States does not have control over the military as Commander-in-Chief. We do not have a civilian-led government. We do not have a representative government. That on top of, again, the World Health Organization, us already handing over sovereignty, because you know what he's gonna do on day one, right? The plan is on day one, he would come in and executive order and, and, and kill everything that Biden or Biden has done. But if there's no power to enforce, he doesn't have the courts. Congress is not going, depending on what happens in the Senate and the House, they're probably not gonna be able to do much. So this is the plan, just like Obama did in 2016. When he brought 17 intel agencies into one, he co-opted the intel community, that's when they committed the coup and they took over CIA, FBI, NSA, all of this stuff, right? Are we down again? We're good. And at the end of the day, they let him win and they blame him and MAGA on, on everything. And now what they tried to do with J6, which didn't quite work because they wanted to come after all of us. Now they're going to try to do again. I think that's the plan. Now, all of that said, God's sovereign. God's in control. God could alter. God could affect this. We got to put on our armor. We got to pray. We got to push back. We got to be vigilant. We got to be bold with the gospel. Because um, this is what I think they're planning. And I'm going to say it again. I do think that Trump will be elected or selected, whatever you want to say. I do think that is what's going to happen. And unfortunately, folks, that means that we're under manipulation. We're under a massive psyop, psychological operation. And certainly I've said to you, QAnon, and everything with QAnon is a psychological operation. There is no good guys out there, folks. There is no some secret good guys. There is no, oh, they've rounded up all these globalists. They're all, and, and, and I know, I know. Yuval Harari said this could be a deep state blow. I think it's gaslighting. He said this could be a, glow, a, blow against, a death blow against globalism. I think it's gaslighting. Do you believe anything that comes out of that, that mouth, guy's mouth? But the fact that they're saying that Trump's going to win is part of their agenda. And ultimately, 2024 will be the, uh, 2025 would be the death blow against America and against the national sovereignty. So we got to pray. 
Um, some people are still struggling with it on, on, the, on the website, folks. Bear with us. It could be because of the weather. Uh, we're back on. So the military will not take over, Rosie. They're not going to take over. Scenario one is they stop him from taking office. If that happens, that's civil war. I don't think they're going to do that. Scenario two is the military says to him behind closed doors, not publicly, behind closed doors, you do not have, Mr. President, you don't have control of the military. He's a neutered president. And the military will not follow his command. They're going to continue to do what they're doing. It's not going to be public. They're not going to have the military. Now, the, the way their military would take over is if there's civil war, right? If they incite the civil war, then they declare martial law, which is what we've been talking about this past number of uh, weeks. Then the military would be in the streets. But in that scenario, Trump would not be running the military. The deep state would be running the military. Does that make sense? So I hope it makes sense. Anyway, a couple other things to be on guard for, okay? Um, Dry, can we go to the uh, uh, Gateway Iranian IRGC? Uh, do we have that one? Where is that? Did you, ever, did you bring that one up? I don't think you did. Okay, never mind. Um, that may have been one I didn't send you. Uh, what about the Iranian Revolutionary Guard? Did you bring that one up? Iran bombs? Yeah, right there. So, folks, in the middle of all of this, here's a headline you got to pay attention to. Iran bombs the U.S. consulate in Iraq two months after Biden sent over $10 billion for them. So Iran is ramping things up. This is part of Bible prophecy. This is part of what's going on with the whole uh, Gog-Magog scenario, I believe, of Ezekiel 30 and 39. Um, Rosie, I'll get back to your question in a minute. So that's number one. Number two, here's another uh, headline that we don't have up there. Uh, Iranian IRGC commander. IRGC is the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. They, the commander comes out, uh, commanders and advisors on the ground. They're in Yemen. So Yemen is attacking those ships in the um, uh, Red Sea, I believe it is. Those um, attacks are being driven by Iran. So Iran is, is attacking through Yemen, through the Houthi rebels in Yemen, all of these ships that are uh, up, up in, in the Red Sea there uh, and take, trying to take control. Then this is, again, the breaking news that the Revolutionary Guard in Iran takes credit for attacking the United States consulate in Erbil in Iraq. If a nation attacks our consulate, which is United States soil, that is a declaration of war, technically speaking. So Iran is saber rattling. Pay attention. Biden is, he ordered a couple of drone strikes. Not much is going to happen here because Biden is working with Iran in the background. Okay. So, but I want you to pay attention to the fact that Iran is rising. They're rising. And then, did you by any chance pay attention? Go to the pro-Palestinian. Did you pay attention to what happened at the White House? Oh, 
Where's the media coverage on this? They had to evacuate the White House. Did you hear about insurrection at the White House? Anybody? Anybody? Anybody here? Go ahead and come back to me, please. Anybody hear about insurrection at the White House? No? You didn't hear it? The crickets? Oh. Because it was a pro-Hamas mob that marched on Washington for Gaza, quote-unquote. Stormed. The White House, the gates of the White House stormed the security fences. They, it forced the evacuation of non-essential employees from the building. They had to evacuate non-essential employees from the building, which stopped the operation of the White House. Did you hear about any of that in, in, the, in the lamestream lying media? Oh, you didn't? You didn't see the FBI talk about that we had an insurrection at the White House? Ah. You see the double standard now, folks? No surprise, right? No surprise. No surprise. But you see how deceptive and how, uh, what a double standard we're in? When I say the condition of America, where the condition of America is in, folks. So, going, Rosie, back to your question. You said, how could he not have control of the military? He didn't have control of the military on January 6th. They didn't listen to him. Remember, Trump offered the Capitol, the military. They said no. Pence and Pelosi called in the National Guard, overriding his authority in 2021. He didn't have control of the military then. They weren't following his orders. You didn't know that unless you look deeper. And now it's worse because it's just gotten more and more infiltrated and more and more overrun with these deep state globalists. So who makes that decision? It is the deep state. The deep state that is running this country, that is running the, the puppet Biden. For Rosie, they are the ones who are going to uh, tell the military leaders, if Trump tells you anything that we don't agree with, you will not do it. If Trump tells you to do anything that is against our power, you will not do it. You already read what they said about telling, writing letters to those that are in um, the cabinet. So Trump picks cabinet members and they're going to be written letters warning them that if you do anything against the deep state, we will come after you, X, Y. This is all behind the scenes. They're, they're tipping their hand, but it's all behind the scenes. So I believe that this is very viable, what we're talking about today. Trump's going to win. Um, they're going to control the government. It's a, it's a puppet. It's going to be a puppet. Now, God can intervene, but I think it's going to be a puppet government. And, and I'm not saying Trump's in on it, but I do believe that he, his ego, and again, Rosie, I will look at that clip and I'll comment on it on Thursday. That's very troubling. Not surprising, I guess, but very troubling. But the ego is so big, unfortunately, 
that it's a, it, it could be a positive for him, but it's a detriment to him. And because of that, he wants so badly to be in power again that um, it's there. It's, it, it, they, they can manipulate and use him. Then disease X, watch what happens tomorrow. Watch what happens coming out. We'll see if we can uh, have any updates on it coming out of uh, tomorrow's meeting at the World Economic Forum. But here we go, disease X. Here we go, civil war. Here we go, selections. Here we go. And in all of this, remember what I covered last week, all of this, looking at the condition of the nation, God says, look upon the earth and see what I am doing. Okay? I'm not just, I don't want you to just focus on this. I want you to focus on what God is doing. Because God is sovereign over all of this, folks. Remember, this, some of this stuff has got to happen. It's in Bible prophecy. We know they're going to set up the system. So that means we're closer. That means look up. That means pray. That means go deeper. That means, again, remember what I read to you earlier from John 16. Indeed, the hour is coming and has now come. You'll be scattered, each to his own. These things, verse 33, I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And that's my closing uh, admonition. That you and I, in Christ, boy, if somebody is not in Christ, woe to them. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But you and I, in Christ, be of good cheer. Don't fear. The Father is with us. The Son is with us. The Holy Spirit is with us. He will never leave us or forsake us. And I'm not talking about Trump. Our God is with us. And He gives us peace even in the midst of... Notice He didn't say, I'm going to keep you away from any tribulation or any suffering or any hardship. But in the midst of it, we have His peace. Amen? Folks, if you want to uh, remember again, two things. Number one, Book of Revelation study um, this coming Sunday night. I'm sorry, next Sunday night. Not this coming Sunday. I'll be in Denver. We will not be live streaming. Next Sunday, Book of Revelation study. We'll be back with you. If you want to bring that up real please, please try it. Um, number two, I'll be again on the calendar. If you happen to be in the, in the Denver area, come north to Greeley uh, with us. Uh, go ahead and come back to me, please try it. And then um, also, if you want to support this ministry, uh, you can go to our page uh, that has the um, uh, tillministry.com slash donate, tillministry.com slash donate. Let's bring that page up, please, really quick. It uh, has our address here. You can go there. You can make a donation. If you want to do online, you can do online. But here's our address, Truth and Love Ministry, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. You can make a check out TIL or Truth and Love uh, any amount is, is so appreciated to keep us going. And then also, if you want to join our Gideon Army, here is uh, the link for that to pray for us and join us on a monthly basis. Folks, thank you for uh, being with us today. May God be with you. May God be with us. Uh, thank you for your support. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Lord bless you all. Pray, 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 pray. This is a scenario we're talking about today, but there's a lot of evidence that they're planning and we got to pray against it and we got to pray for God's will to be done. That's all I'm saying. Pray for God's will to be done. Thank you all for joining us. God bless you all uh, from across the country. Be safe, be warm. 
I pray for protection in Jesus' name over every one of you. May the blood of the Lamb cover you tonight, tomorrow, and in the days to come, especially among this freeze. May God protect your homes and your families and your going and coming. And may God keep us all in His uh, spirit and in His presence. To Him be the glory. We'll see you guys, Lord willing, Thursday night live here at 8 o'clock Eastern. Pastor Sharam Hadian saying thank you so much.